Good morning and happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking more about the law of attraction because I got farther in the book, The Secret, and I'm going to I'm going to be real. I don't. The farther along I get in this book, the less this law makes any sense to me. So um, we'll say hi to everyone in the chat in the meantime. I will say I like Esther Hicks because she's just like y'all just daydream and whatever you daydream about is going to come true in it. Cause then I just think back of all the times I daydream, about having superpowers and it never came true. Right. Like I was exactly. a professional daydreamer growing up. Oh yeah. I would daydream about everything. And my, my brother and I used to make elaborate um, scenes together where we would do, um, we would be like Digimon trainers and we had like all of this. And we like, we like got ourselves to really believe it. And it still didn't come true. We're still not Digimon trainers. I feel like that should disprove the law of attraction. Absolutely. Along with a lot of other things. There's also some offensive shit in this book that I finally got to. So we'll have to get to that today, too. Absolutely. But I was just thinking, I mean, from the standpoint of at least Digimon, from what I recall, that like that's technology, right? Like, it's not like it's magical creatures or wizards like that. That's that's technology, right? I think so. I don't even remember Digimon that well anymore. Like, it's something that we could conceivably have one day. Yeah, I guess to, so. And I didn't manifest it, even though it's like, why why didn't it happen after I manifested it that hard? Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. That's what I thought, too. I did not hit her. This is... This <laughs> <laughs> um, bullshit. I did not. Stop picking your noses. I had a feeling that the confusion would happen after rewatching Cruel World Happy Minds, the secret video. Oh, I need to watch that video. I like her videos a lot. Um, so maybe I'll have to watch that one so we can talk about that as well. Good morning, Darcy. Good what's morning, up, Darcy? Caffeinated angel. Oh, Good Molly. morning, Anna. Oh, sorry, what's are up? You, yes, Molly, are you the same Molly in the Reddit that I asked if you're the person I should talk to about building a hobbit home? Because I might be changing my, my lighthouse uh, dream to a, <laughs> to a hobbit home. Like, I, the hob, hobbit holes are kind of cute. You know, like like when when you when you dig a home into a hill, shit like that. You have the little round door. I love it. No, those are really cute. I mean, it's not it's not a huge change. I still want. It. Okay, awesome. Let's let's do this. Let's make this a plan. I'm man, I'm gonna be I'm manifesting this one because I definitely think I could also have like a hobbit hole and a lighthouse. Like I could have them next to each other. Morning, Brianna. Brianna also says, finally watched the deep Dave Ramsey deep Dave last night. Wow, he's a real winner. Yeah, episode two is coming on Friday. Good morning, Monique. Um, Darcy Love says, your wrap-up, by the way. Oh, from yesterday? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So efficient. So efficient. Yeah, yesterday on my channel, if you guys missed it, I posted a wrap-up of the last month of our show on there. So I'm doing wrap-ups like every month so that people who had to miss it still know what we covered um darcy says i've definitely had new age culty vibes about the secret so i can't wait to hear savvy and rk on this i haven't finished the book yet so we're gonna have to talk about i'll probably finish it later today um but we'll have to talk about uh just the half that i've read so far and then we can talk about the rest of it tomorrow it's Mon really short if anyone wants to read it it's very short and i was able to get it on libby so you don't have to buy it yeah i'm listening to it on like double speed on audible right now which yeah, is so making on audible it's listening there's so it's interesting because there's so much music in the background of it and i'm listening to it all really fast so it's like da, 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 all the time so it's i don't think that's the vibe i was supposed to get but 
I wasn't going to listen to people speak really slowly about this. <laughs> you want this in and out of your brain as quickly as possible. <laughs> Absolutely. Monique says, I used to be into the secret back in high school. My principal was a big fan of it. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder. If My manager at a job that I worked at was really into it. And she kept trying to get me to read it because she said it would make me better at sales. I didn't read it. And I also just quit that job. And now that I'm reading it, I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't try to manifest more sales. <laughs> what? <laughs> man, I'm glad I didn't like use the universe's power for this job. Right, exactly. Watch <laughs> out, I got my lighthouse and hobbit home. Uh, good manifesting to you too, Cher. Um, let's see. Patricia's here. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Molly. Uh, oh, Kelly. Thank you so much, Kelly. Pre-order 90s Kids. Guys, 90s Kids, my new book is available for pre-order. It's coming out uh, June 8th. Hey, Sako, what's up? Hello, Kat Benson. Hello, OK Weird. Hello, Alexandra. All right. Um, everyone's enjoying the Hobbit hole. I love it. Good morning, Queen of Spade. Good morning, oh, wait. Nicole. What? <laughs> Patricia's. Watch the use of Hobbit, though. Warner Bros. made a lady change the name of her Hobbit-style B&B. Can you imagine Warner Bros. coming to, like, a private home that you're yeah, not listening? And just be like, you can't call this a Hobbit-style home. <laughs> Yeah, oh, actually, we own that. You have to call this something else. <laughs> That's awful. Fucking Warner. And this is why gatekeepers suck and why we're anti-traditional publishing and studio films. Actually, I'm not that anti-studio films. Yeah. I like I like trash. I like trash, too, but I don't like movie studio trash. I, I like, like, small B-movie trash. I, I, when it comes to movies, I like trash. I mean, actually, I, so Aaron and I watched Woman in the Window, and I was really disappointed in that. Um, I, I didn't read the book. Erin did. Um, and she really liked the book. So she was really excited for the movie. And then she just was very disappointed. And then I was like, okay, good. So this is nothing like the book. And she assured me the book is better. And oh that, my God. Sorry. Wait, the <laughs> Hobbit style B&B is changing its name to second breakfast. I oh love God. that. That's so good. She's poking the bear and I love it. And that's also a better name. <laughs> Oh, I also had an old memory just come out of nowhere yesterday that oh, made me it? so happy. So a couple years ago, not let so not last season, but the season before when the Bills uh, played the Jets to open the season, they ended up winning the game. But the first half they played, they they got they were losing even though they were dominating, and I was really mm -hmm. disappointed. So I took uh, a vape pen out mm -hmm. and, and and I smoked a little weed outside of the bar that I was watching it at. And I gave it back to my dad afterwards because I was done. I didn't want to have it around. I just needed to get some air and I was sitting, standing outside. Oh. This girl comes up to me out of the blue. I never met her before. Never seen her before. And she just smiles. And you could tell this is a girl who thought she was pretty and, or knew she was pretty because she was. And she smiled. She's like, do you have a vape pen? Can I, can I have it? And I said, no. And she's like, wait, no, come on. I, I just saw you smoking. Can I please just have it hit? And I emptied my pocket. So like, it wasn't mine. No. And she looked so disappointed and walked away. And at first I felt bad. And then I thought about it and I was like, this is fucking awesome. This fuck you and your pretty privilege. I bet you've never been told a day in your life. I'm glad that you learned the value of no today. You can't be pretty forever. Fuck you. Like, Little did you know, she just got rejected for her dream job that morning and had been told no many times in her life in a long string of depression and just wanted you to hit from the vape pen to, to feel better. <laughs> you don't come up to a stranger and say, can I have your vape pen if you're used to the word no. She Fair thought enough. that was 
she thought that was gonna be easy. She's like, guys, this is my bread and butter. Like I can make guys do anything. And like she she couldn't even manifest a vape pen. That's what I'm saying. Maybe she was used to manifesting everything, but then you were the 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 broken link in the manifestation chain. Oh god, I ruined it for her. (laughs) Yeah. Now I feel well because at first I was embarrassed about it. Like I, I, I was embarrassed about it. I didn't think about it for a while, and then I just was randomly thinking about it yesterday because Aaron and I went for a walk around the bayou, and it just randomly popped into my brain. And I thought it. I was like, "Good, fuck, pretty privilege. You're used to getting a yes to everything you want." Man, that's a lot of projection you did. Like you just you 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 really like you really like ascribed a lot of motivations to her. Well, I mean, I did two years after the fact when the memory randomly comes up. When it actually happened, I didn't think shit. I was too busy thinking about the Bills losing. But yeah, two years later, when I didn't think about it in that entire time, it just comes out of my subconscious. What else am I going to do with that memory? Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so yesterday I was reading The Secret. And this book makes literally no sense. So I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, but it is just so insane. So it's talking about how we all have the power of the universe within us and we have to send out energy into the universe and the energy will attract things like a magnet based on what we think. And then it has all these weird disclaimers in it, which I think are basically it's saying this doesn't actually work. At least that's kind of what it felt like. So... So the book starts off being like, you know, throughout centuries, there was all, there was this secret that governed the universe. And today you're going to learn what that secret is. And this has been, this has been, you know, documented from every historical great thinker, all these people. And it gives no examples at all. It'll be like, I don't know. It'll be like Buddha used the secret. Einstein used the secret. It's like, when, when can you, can you like, can you show that somehow? Like, did they like leave behind any documentation that said that they did that? Like, I'm just, I was just so confused. I was like, how can you cite all of these like massive historical figures saying that they're proof that this thing works? If you can't tell me when or how they used it or show me any proof that they did, like, I feel like you just made that up. So there was a lot of that in it and I was very confused. And then there was... I'm still only halfway through, guys, so I'm going to give the other half a shot while I'm uh, doing things today. I'm going to listen to the rest of it. But um, part, like the part, other part I listened to, it had all these disclaimers where it was like, your the secret, like your manifestation cannot affect anyone else. It can only affect you. So I was like, because at first I was like, okay, well, my intrusive thoughts brain is going to accidentally manifest everyone in the world dying and it's going to be awful. And this book was like, no, your manifestation cannot affect anyone else. It can only affect you. But then some of the examples they gave of people who manifested things, it did affect other people. So I was really confused. Like they had this one example of this guy who like, who had written in, like this book's full of guest speakers, by the way. So it's like, not it's not just Rhonda Byrne like she she's like the thread throughout it but then it like pops in and out a little it's almost edited like a documentary that I'm listening to so I feel like it'd be weird to read but yeah so it uh 
So there was this example of this guy who was like, um, everyone bullies me for being gay at work and I get really, uh, I get harassed every day and my job is awful. And then he was told he just had to manifest positive thoughts. So he did. And then all of the, the homophobic people at work quit. And I'm like, so it sounds like that did affect other people. But in the other chapter, you said that manifestation can only affect you and it can't affect others. But how did you get into a better situation if that didn't affect other people? So, like, I'm really confused about that, for one thing. That didn't make any sense. Uh, if anyone in the chat is a law of attraction expert, please feel free to clarify my confusion or, like, clarify the things that I don't understand and help me understand this. Um, it led into some really offensive things then where they're like, okay, so if you manifest everything in your life, good and bad, people will often wonder, okay... What about this huge national tragedy where everyone died? What about this huge act of like genocide or war or poverty? Did you manifest that? And they're like, the truth is, yeah, you manifested that. Like, and they were like, yeah, it's it's not it's not a happy thing to realize, but as soon as you uh, accept it, there's so much power in changing it. And I'm like, first of all, there's no way people manifested that. And they're like, a lot of people will say, oh, how could how could like thousands of people all in the same location manifest the same natural disaster or tragedy? And they're like, they didn't manifest it specifically, but they were all thinking too much negative thoughts and all putting out too much negative energy. And I'm like, do you have proof of that? Like, do you have proof of that? <laughs> because first of all, that's, that's, that's really mean. Uh, second of all, like, there's no way that happened. Like, there's just no way that happened. That's like, um, it, this just doesn't make any sense. I'm so lost in this book. And that's the thing is I want to give it a chance. But every time I have a doubt about it, the book will be like, it'll, it'll address my doubt, but then it'll contradict it like in the next sentence. So I'm, I'm so, I'm so confused. Because it's like the law of attraction cannot affect other people, only yourself. Your thoughts can only affect you. However, some of the things that it's giving examples of people manifesting are things that affected other people too. So how does that make sense? I'm just like, what even is it? <laughs> I am so lost. Um, let me see. Let me find some comments. Okay, Weird says, I mean, technically I manifested getting another dog, but that took a year and a lot of persuasion and Pippa being kind of lonely. Yeah, so things like that. I think there's some truth to like, oh, you thought positive thoughts about this thing and then the good outcome happened. I think there's some truth to that in that, like, for example, if you're manifesting another dog, that involved you thinking a lot about how to get another dog making your brain go through the step-by-step -step process, thinking about everything you need to do and then motivating yourself to go and do it. So it's like, it's like the book makes it sound like you're going to manifest a dog and it's going to appear in front of you, but it's like you, you wanted another dog. And so you made it happen for yourself and that's how positive thinking helped you. So I'm not saying the entirety of positive thinking is bad. I think it's great actually, but the whole yeah, wait, what's a bit extreme? I mean, this whole book is a bit extreme. Um, Precious says, there's a show on Netflix called The Secret Straight Up Bullshit. My mom manifests things in my life just from saying them. Yeah, that just sometimes I feel like a lot of that is coincidence. 
queen of spades says it's so um, narcissistic that they don't realize it affects other people. Yeah. And that's why I'm confused. Cause it's like, wait, did I manifest Amanda today? I did. Oh, I manifested Amanda. Amanda says, good morning. I'm sorry. I'm late and wasn't here yesterday. That's okay. Amanda, it's totally fine. You weren't here yesterday, but I was trying to manifest you. And so I think that you not being here yesterday proved that the law of attraction doesn't work because I was sending magnetic frequencies into the universe for to magnetically attract you to this podcast. But you had something else that you had to do, which was more important. And that's great. I mean, it's not great because I'm sorry you've had, had a, your friend has had to go through something. That's terrible. But my point is I was not able to manifest you yesterday. And maybe that's because it said the law of attraction. You can't manifest other people. You can only manifest things for yourself. However, then the rest of the book uses examples that contradict that because in order to manifest anything in your life, that thing is going to affect someone else in some way. So I'm just so lost in this book. Um, I don't know. So what did I, I miss? I just basically summarized all the things about this book that make no sense. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I'm only about halfway through it right now. But, okay, you heard how it said you can't manifest things that affect other people. You can only manifest things for yourself. Yes. But then all the examples they give are things that affect other people. Of things oh, that people strange. manifest. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, because unless you're trying to manifest like a few inches on your height, how are you going to do things that don't affect other people? Like if you're trying, if you're trying to manifest a growth of a business, does that not require more people buying your product? And does that not impact them? Exactly. So like, yeah, the one example I remember they gave that I was listening to yesterday was this guy who was talking about how he was gay and all his coworkers were homophobic and they were bullying him at work and being awful. And then he learned to manifest and he eventually all his mean coworkers quit. And I'm like, that sounds like you directly manifested other people doing something. Dude, he cured homophobia. He cured homophobia with the law of attraction. That, that, that's <laughs> insane. We've been doing it wrong. Um, yeah, so it was just like, this doesn't make any sense. And then it, it did go on to that whole thing where it's like, oh, so if you if all negative things in life you attracted, then it's like, did people who are victims of huge natural disasters or huge national tragedies did they manifest that with negative energy and the book was like honestly yeah they did and i'm like how does that make sense first of all that's just like so mean why would you say something that mean like especially like imagine you're listening to this book and like you like lost all of your family members to genocide and it's like well you manifested that like no you didn't that's um that's worse than Grant Cardone because Grant Cardone just says everything in your life is your fault. But what they're saying is you, it's like you, you brought the power of the universe against your loved ones. Well, uh, technically it also says you can't affect other people with it. So I guess it's saying you didn't manifest that happening to other people, but you also did, but those other people manifested it happening to themselves. So I'm just lost. And it also, just like Grant Cardone did, it used the car crash example. Like when Grant Cardone was like, yeah, everything in your life is in your control. Yeah, someone rear-ended you on the way to work. Well, what if you had been going 10 miles faster or slower? You could have controlled that. What if you had made so much money that you never had to leave the house to get a meeting in the first place? Then you would have controlled, then you wouldn't have been in a car in the first place. It's like, Grant, this is, this is ridiculous. If you're going 10 miles faster or slower, someone else could have rear-ended you. Like, this is so random. You don't get that some things are random. That's what this book is doing, too. It's like, 
did I manifest that car accident that I just got in? And it's like, yeah, you did. You manifested that. I'm like, what? How does that make any sense? It also takes credit for all of the successes. And then it just completely ignores the fact that this entire cult has been doing it. And people, either if they want to be a part of this cult, they either got to come up with a reason to say it works fast or say it didn't work. Holly says, therapist here, and whenever a client comes in and talks about this fucking book, I have to physically restrain myself from screaming. Well, I'm glad to know that therapists, too, are like, no, this isn't how you take control of your life. But, Holly, if you ever want to come on the show and talk to us about your therapist perspective, please let us know. It's because therapists are scared of the secret. (laughs) They're afraid of people having that much power. Um... Queen of Spades successfully manifested today. No, so I saw, I saw I said her husband going to work. Good job. I, I saw someone bring up Buddhism when I stepped away for a second. Did, did we talk about that? No, we didn't talk about Buddhism. Okay, um, then I, I won't know the context it was in then, so never mind. Whoever was talking about Buddhism, what what was your Oh yeah, it was this it was Ginger saying, wasn't Buddha trying to get rid of earthly attachments? Yeah, but was um, because that the book saying the book references that Buddha was a, a manifester, I'm pretty sure. They they said everyone was a manifester. Right. <laughs> they said Leonardo da Vinci was a manifester. They didn't provide proof, they just said he was a manifester. Like, trust me, I think they also said Einstein was. Yeah, they said so, Einstein was a manifest. Like this doesn't, but they had no proof. Yeah, they just said these guys manifested, and they're great minds. Don't you want to be like them? Trust us, they manifested. And I'm like, can you show me an example of when they manifested? Can you show me a piece of their uh, writings where they talked about manifesting something? Like, do you have any proof at all, or did you just make that up? Like, I feel like that just was made up. Also, didn't Buddha uh, or like the didn't he like? famously believed that life was suffering so like wouldn't he just have constantly said that would be suffering if that was the case because I, I forgot which book i was reading it might have been the Tao of Pooh when they brought up buddha and they were like buddha was co- always depicted as smiling uh even though he thought life was constant suffering and it's because if he wasn't suffering that day then it meant it was a good day Shaker says Esther Hicks says Trump is best at manifesting. That's because he's rich. Rich people are great at manifesting anything because they have the money to make anything in their mind a reality. So rich people can manifest all the time. Holly says, I'd love to sometime. The amount of times I've had to help people through shame and guilt about manifesting their trauma is unreal. I mean, if you want to come on the show tomorrow, uh, let, let us know. Send me a DM. I'll send you a link. Um... Uh, M.M. Ward says, it sounds like the mega church doctrine of just believe and write a check and you will manifest good things through the spirit. And if you don't manifest bad luck. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really how it's been coming across. This book just it, I'm just so like it's not even just that the book sucks. It's that it's I don't understand it. I wish I understood it well enough to critique it, but it just it doesn't make any sense. And maybe I need to read the second half, which I'm going to do today. And then we can finish discussing the book tomorrow after I read the rest of it. But yeah, it's, it's very, uh, it's very victim blaming all the time. And it's like, no, you didn't, you didn't choose. Like, it's like if a tornado wiped out your whole neighborhood, like you didn't specifically manifest wanting that to happen, 
but you were putting out enough negative energy into the universe that it attracted that tornado to your house. Like, what? How? I, I was just Googling what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, so, yet 2005 tapes of Trump were released uh, for uh, manifestation, I think. Is this what it's saying? Here's what Char, I think what Sharma is saying here is true. The problem is the definition of manifestation. It's all about a state of mind, not actually bringing stuff. The manifestation exercise should put you in a state that would allow you to do what you need to. Exactly. I think that makes a lot more sense. And I would be all on board for that if it was a book about like, here's how to get in a mindset that helps you figure out what steps you need to take to make the things happen in your life you need to do. That makes more sense. Um, and that's why I was saying when OK Weird was like, I manifested getting another dog. And like, it's like, yeah, because, you know, you wanted another dog. And so that helped you start thinking about what you need to do to find another dog, about what 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 steps you need to take to get that dog adopted and things like that. And then because you had that that thinking going on, you were motivated to go out and find a dog. Like, exactly. That's you with that your uh, room board that you drew during Marie Kondo week. Yeah, exactly. I drew that room board during Marie Kondo week. Oh, we can vision board today. That could be kind of fun. But I could, um, I could see that how that helps. I mean, first of all, that's physical and it's personal. So I can see how, how like seeing the end result would sort of like when you're outlining a novel, if you write the end first, you know how to get there or you just have to figure out how to get there. Um, so I can see how that's beneficial or at least a good practice. Yeah, I think it's totally fine to talk about like visualizing your goals and then getting yourself in a motivated state to take the steps that you need to do to do those goals. Very productive. I completely agree. I think the problem is that this book is focusing too much about the magnetic energy that our brains are all putting out there. And it's also talking about how if bad things happen to you, no matter what it is, it's always your fault. And that's the problem. That doesn't make any sense. But in terms of like, you know, thinking about visualizing a goal, I do this all the time. I think it absolutely works. I mean, it works as long as you follow it up with the right actions. And it, if something, if a bad thing gets in your way, sometimes it's not going to work perfectly because the truth is we're not in control of every element of our lives. Other people are a part of this too. Um, I'm going to manifest myself getting stoned real quick. All right, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, my, my version of a vision board for my apartment is all the stuff in my Amazon save for later. Oh, and a book on smart goals. I oh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. I loved the, I, the, the way that people break down the smart goals. Like you make the goal specific and measurable. Um, what does that stand for? I don't remember. Actionable. Is that what it means? I'm looking it up. Because some of these, I think, um, you know, making the goal achievable, achievable. I think, I think the smart goal, it only needs to be the SMT goal. Just the specific measurable and time bound elements are the only thing that's different. The actionable and relevant, realistic, realistic. like who cares? Who cares? Your goals don't have to be actionable or realistic. I don't care. Just as long as they're specific, there's something you can measure the outcome of and you give yourself a deadline. Who cares if it's realistic or actionable? Who cares? When someone says, let's do a SWAT, are you like, nah, we just got to do a SW. The O and T aren't, mess, aren't important. We don't need no opportunities and threats. No, because I think opportunities and threats matters. Yeah. So you like SWATs more than smarts? <laughs> yeah. No, I like them both. 
Um, let's do some business exercises real quick. Let's let's do the savvy. <laughs> oh, Kaylee's doing a wake and bake with you. That sounds good. Well, I would say don't get high visually on the stream because I we monetize this one. Yeah, that's why I kept the pipe off screen. The yeah. only thing I showed was the lighter. I didn't smoke though either. It's delicious shit though. That's awesome. It's delicious shit. The, like, the gummies are fantastic. Maybe I'm, let's make a vision board. I'm going to go on Canva and we'll make a vision board. When you visit, I'm excited to give you some of these gummies. Well, not some of these. I'll get more. Okay. Yeah. And you're, I'm sure you're going to finish all of those before I come in October. Yeah. I mean, there's not many. Yeah. I yeah. wish I could bake. So, guys, I'm going to visit. Sorry, Ashley. I'm going to visit RK in October. We're going to hang out in New Orleans and we'll live. Tommy was so weak. And uh, I will wear a long-haired wig. We can both wear long-haired wigs to be Tommy Wiseau. Or maybe our hair I'm will good. just both be long by then. I'm, I'm good. I think you can. Um, you, you, you can be the hat. You, you can be beauty, of course. <laughs> that, was, that was the movie, not the book. But um, you can. I fully support you fully. But I'll, I'll wear two belts with you. Two Okay, I'll wear two belts. I'll, I'll double belt. No, I'm actually, so I'm currently looking through my closet, seeing if this is the style I want to go forward with for the rest of my life. And I'm slowly trying to to visualize what I want my future self to look like. Um, and I think I've settled on 1970s Bruce Springsteen. I think that's a great style to have. I think Thanks. You could, I think you're going to make that amazing. Thanks. Because I, I, I feel like I, I'm not that far off from the clothes I have in my closet. I just need to add a few things. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, okay, I'm making a vision board right now, and we're all going to have fun making a vision board together for my life. Let's manifest my life in just a minute. Um, oh, my slippers are a solid four feet from me. I might go with this layout. Okay, guys, I, we're going to do this on Canva because Canva's easy. Let's manifest. Wow, show. Queen of Spain, that is an awful thing to say. You are a dick. What did she say? Oh, Amanda! Guys, Amanda, we manifested that super chat. Amanda says, this is me manifesting, doing a good job on Cancel Sean Boston and getting future proofreading jobs from Savvy. <laughs> you are absolutely manifesting that. I'm sure you're doing an amazing job on cancel Sean Boston. We're really excited to read your edits, which we will review. I don't know, like next week, not this weekend. Cause I won't be here. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. I think that's going to be great. I don't like this layout actually. I'm going to use this layout. That's yeah. Queen of Spade. I'm laughing. Cause I think dicks are funny. Dicks are funny. <laughs> butts are funny. Dicks and butts and dick butt is funny. A little D and B. Little D and dick B. Butt. Dick butt. It's like, it's like cat dog, but <laughs> <laughs> all right um what photos what should i look for to put on my vision board what do i want for my future dick butt, dick butt. <laughs> uh, a, a hobbit uh, hole dick butt oh oh it's a little dick have, have you ever seen that twitter account dick pics d-i-k no, pics It's it's the it like the animal dick dick. They're really cute. Dicks. Ooh. 
There we go. <laughs> I'm manifesting dick. Alien splooge butt baby. That's what I'm going to manifest. I'm going to manifest this delicious looking breakfast. Put it above the dicks. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. The dick is leading me to this breakfast. So, yeah. So a, a, I, a I just brunch. gotta, yeah, exactly. I gotta follow the dick to the delicious breakfast. The, oh my god, you know what it's gonna be? You're gonna find a, you're gonna find a brunch place called Morningwood. Oh my god, I am. Well, you know what? Maybe let me look that up. Let me see. Maybe there is a place called Morningwood, and we just manifested it. You're gonna get Morning some interesting Wood Google results. Brunch, <laughs> Morningwood brunch. <laughs> Top result: X hamster. <laughs> Um, oh, there's okay. Morningwood Hawaiian and Japanese inspired brunch. Yes. Uh, Where is the, it yeah, located? The are the mini deers. Where is it located? That's what I need to know. Oh, it's in San Francisco. Okay. Well, if we ever go to San Francisco, why am I not surprised that's in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> If someone broke into my apartment and put a gun to my head and said, you have to come up, you have to predict one city or guess one city that has a brunch place called Morningwood. I would have said San Francisco. I would have lived. Um, oh, okay. In Ala There's Morningwood in Alaska. That, that's surprising. Um, okay. Cat Benson manifest a big grant from the FedEx competition. Okay, dude. They never got back to me. I just assume I lost because I never heard back from them at all. I don't know. I'll have to check if they announced a winner. I doubt whoever won, I don't think was me. Which is really frustrating. They gave it to some guy who dresses like Elon Musk and claims he's going to change the world, but really just gets high with the next Joe Rogan. That's probably what was happening, yes. Dicks only. Mm -hmm. Get that rooster in there, too. Yeah, let's get the rooster in there. This is what we're manifesting today. We're going to manifest this rooster. Well, because the morning would breakfast, they, they have roosters and hens out back so that people can get fresh. Fresh eggs? Fresh eggs and poultry. <laughs> I was going to say fresh eggs, but I was like, wait, roosters don't lay eggs. So. You just go outside and... and uh... Oh, here's Dick. the keys. Oh, here's the light. This is RK's lighthouse right here. I'm going to manifest that for you. See, can this you is... Look why, why is the dick okay good the dick's no longer pointing at the dick's it gonna point the, to now it. the dick's pointing at it yeah because it's a phallic object it's it's the tip of the dick <laughs> exactly oh my goodness all right there we go this is uh this is a really nice vision board i'm creating for my future yeah we should we should have a uh, your morning guru meet up at morningwood i completely agree Maybe we should do a morning wood week and we'll call the show your morning wood. Your morning. <laughs> That's way too good. <laughs> That's way too good. I love it. I like that I just searched dick butt and I'm only using pictures from this search result to manifest my entire life. I, think I like how cats good. showed up. Is it because like a lot of people call their cats a little dick butt? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. This cat is cute. I'm manifesting a cat for my future. I don't know if Chewy will behave kindly with a cat, but I like this cat. Yeah, Monique, you absolutely can. Uh, we also have, we want everyone all week to share their vision boards on our Reddit. Yeah, guys, go on our subreddit linked in the description below. Share your... Uh, Sammy's going to share this one. <laughs> oh, dude, I want this, uh, this whatever pastry this is. Maybe I'm going to manifest that by going to Starbucks today and getting myself a 
You gotta post this on the Reddit. Oh, I'm definitely gonna post it. Why is it half of what I'm manifesting breakfast? Maybe I'm hungry, and that's why I want to manifest. Maybe breakfast. you're the you've been the Hobbit all along. Oh, look! Here's a dog putting his face in the sand. I'm gonna manifest that too. That's kind of cute. <laughs> oh no, Monique, you, you you don't have to post it in Reddit if you don't have one. We were just using this as an announcement for people who do who are in our Reddit to post their vision boards. Yeah, you post yours wherever you want and tag us in it. We'll share it. The the vision board looks like a human verification captcha page. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I want this breakfast too. Have a one of manifesting is my breakfast. I'm gonna have a good breakfast this morning because I manifested it with all. We should let food. Esther Hicks know that you manifested breakfast and dick. I manifested breakfast <laughs> and dick. <laughs> so this is uh, this is, yeah, this is my vision board for the future. What is this right here? Pelican food for sale. <laughs> so that's this is I'm gonna manifest all of this. Dick. I'm gonna manifest this is me manifesting playing with Chewy on the beach. That sounds like fun. I'm gonna manifest RK's lighthouse. I said I can't manifest things for other people, but I, I wanna I wanna try to put the energy into the universe that's gonna send you a lighthouse. I mean, if you get a lighthouse, then I, I can get it from you, so it all works out. Oh, perfect. I'll manifest myself a lighthouse, and then I'll, I'll give it to you as a gift. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And then I manifested breakfast. So <laughs> Kaksha <gonna>, page. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm gonna get myself a tasty, tasty brunch this morning. Where? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Now, would you be tripped out if breakfast showed up at Dude, your door? Dude, if breakfast just showed up, if I manifested breakfast and it just showed up, that would be amazing. I would I would believe this book. I'll give it a five-star review on Goodreads if breakfast shows up without me having to go out and get it. Five stars. Was talking shit about this book on a live stream and it accidentally worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's, that's my vision board, guys. Nah, right Queen there. of Spade, you can't start being nice to me now. I hold grudges. It's too late. And you're Canadian, so that you're already starting in the negatives. <laughs> when I manifest breakfast, it just it's just because DoorDash. Um, no, nah, if manifestation actually worked, the Leafs would never lose a Stanley Cup. If Uber Eats would, if, if Uber Eats had dropped, accidentally dropped it off at your door, like the neighbor ordered it and they weren't home, hey, do you want this breakfast? Yeah, like if one of my neighbors shows up and is like, hey, I've got some extra food. You want it? I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and then you also see they have like one final vinyl under their arm. Yeah, they're like buying books from me. Yeah, they didn't realize it. They were just like, like I've, oh just, I've just been taking this indie author. Your neighbor's a hipster. And she like, she, she only well, likes stuff that's thing. like My neighbors are all like, my building only has... I think 16 units in it. So I don't think anyone's going to, I think everyone knows everyone. You have a new neighbor. It's just new to the neighborhood. I do have a new neighbor who I, uh, that he's the one whose party I crashed the other weekend. I told you about that. And he did give me a lot of food. So maybe I manifested that. Is he, is he going to be a hipster? He's going to have like only indie books. And he's just like, yeah, this, this is the Chicago author. Probably <laughs> never heard of her. 
I'm cool like that. <laughs> I like, uh, dude. Why do you think that indie music gets a little bit more respect than indie books? I think music in general gets more respect than books as being cool. I think so because I think mu oh, music yeah. is cool, but and, like people really take like. I don't see people taking pride in being the first person to read a book. Like people take so much pride, like it becomes their identity yeah, if they the follow the band. I love when I like the thing is as I like I get all hipster with books and I'll be like, guys, I only like reading books that no one's heard of. And I'll like talk about all these books and no one else has read them. And I'll be like, Yeah, that's because it's by this like small local author that you probably don't know about. Yeah, I'm so cool. I'm cool. I read independent books. <laughs> like that's me basically. Yeah. But, but then they but then they brag about like this avant garde band that <laughs> doesn't play instruments <laughs> that they listen to, they just scream into the void. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I, I noticed like music people really make their, I mean, people do it with like big books. Like obviously we, we've seen it with Harry Potter where people make their entire identity based around it. But music, they will happily make their identity an indie band or an indie oh, artist. Definitely. Yeah, I, um, I think that like when you talk about writing indie books, people assume it's like erotica. People assume that like you're a, you're a sex writer. Why, why can't you make that your identity anyway? <laughs> Sure. No, but I feel like people don't don't make their identity reading indie books because then people think they're just reading smut all day. When in well, reality, no, that's not true. Yeah. They don't have to make their they don't have to make their identity reading an indie book. I'm just saying, like, it, it's sad that you don't see even the, like the super successful indie authors that are are beating most traditional published authors in 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 just overall sales. You don't see anyone repping their books the same way that they would an independent band where it's like they'll, they'll get a tattoo of the band. They'll buy all the merch. Like they'll go to school and they'll brag, they'll brag to their friends that they were the first ones to find this band. I should get a tattoo from a book that, cause I do have a couple book tattoos, but I need to find a, I need to get a tattoo from a book that I think I was the first one to introduce everyone to the fandom of. So let me, let me try to find one of my lesser known books on the shelf and then I'll choose a tattoo to get from that. Okay, y'all, homework, and this is totally not a culty thing to do, but introduce the world to an indie book. F find a book that has, like, no reviews on it and just make it your favorite book. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. No, I don't actually want to control anyone's behavior. I think Patricia's right. It's because more people listen to music than read. I think everybody... Yeah. Reading is a hobby that only some people do where listening to music everybody does and everybody has different tastes in music, but everybody to an extent everybody listens to some music and makes it part of their personality. Whereas books it's like reading alone is like a lesser hobby at this point, it feels like. Oh, yeah, there, there there's tons of reasons, I'm sure. I mean, I think you saying alone was a big thing too because music can be social. Like you can actively share it with friends. You can listen to it in a car together. Um, and it's also a lot less of a commitment. Like, did you hear the song? And at most, it's probably going to be like six minutes. So Amanda tagged me on something. Where'd you tag me? On which platform? Savvy's like, I got them all, okay? You got to be specific. I'm a big deal on multiple platforms. No, I just want to figure out. I want to see what Amanda tagged me in. I'm, I'm curious. And she looks down at her phone, but it's more fun to imagine that she's just rolling a blunt right now. <laughs> Because her hands are blocked by the Amanda test. Text. <laughs> uh, Wasn't there a study that said the average American adult doesn't read after high school? I don't know. 
it, I mean, maybe, um, I know that it's a high number of people don't like, don't even read one book a year. I don't know if it's enough for it to be the average, but I know it's a decent number. Oh, Amanda tagged me on Twitter. I didn't see it. Hold on. Amanda, I'm going to find it. Cause I want to, I want to see what Amanda tagged me in and we can talk about this. Would it be okay if I tag you guys in my post next week? Do tag us in all your posts. Tag us in everything on all platforms. Just tag us all day long. Tattoo us. Tag us. We're good. Tattoo savvy. Oh, no, I can't find it. I can't find what Amanda tagged me in. Let me go to Amanda's Twitter. Maybe that'll help. Amanda. Gosh, Amanda. Oh, wait. Did she tag, did she tag you or did she tag your morning guru? Oh, yeah. Wait, that's a good question. I think she tagged me. I didn't see it. Maybe I'm... Your threats don't scare me, queen. You can try your best. Let's see. I see Brandy White thanking us for checking out her podcast, which we totally didn't check out. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that no, is, she ends, oh wait okay uh wait maybe is it this she's, she's the woman who like if you go to her profile she literally copy and paste this message to everyone if you're a fan of gary Vee, then you'll totally then you'll probably like my podcast podcast we interview cool entrepreneurs from shark tank y combinator and everything else on we talk about highs and lows and it doesn't actually finish and then you just go to her profile and you go tweets and replies and you see she says this to everyone. Hey, want to listen to my podcast? Want to listen to my podcast? Yeah, Check out okay, my that's because we were inserting ourselves into Gary Vee's Twitter arguments. And then she was like, hey, if you guys like Gary Vee, you'll love our podcast. And I was like, hey, if you like Gary Vee, you'll love our podcast. Yeah, no, I, I like our podcast even. instead. She, she didn't catch the irony. <laughs> she, she thanked us for checking out our podcast. And I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, I see. You did tag me. Amanda. Oh, it's a dystopian. It's like a dystopian counterpart to cancel Sean Boston. What? That's interesting. Oh, dude, I need to look at this. Yeah, Queen, I've been attacked by you. The Atmospherians. Let's see what this is about. Cher, I would never ignore you. Y'all, if you have Reddit, go to the Reddit and check out Share at 42. Okay, let's see. It's amazing. I've been covering. Okay, let's see. Two about two best friends, a disgraced influencer and a struggling actor who form the atmosphere, a cult designed to reform problematic men. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, this is this is yes, this does sound like the dystopian cancel Sean Boston counterpart. We need to get so, this this author on the show so that we can uh we can all have a chat together. That sounds fun. Or we need to quickly write a dystopian Sean Boston. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here we go. Sasha was once the epitome of contemporary success. An internet sensation, social media darling, and a creator of a high-profile wellness brand for women. But a confrontation with an abusive troll has taken a horrifying turn, and now she's at rock bottom, canceled and doxxed online, fired from her waitress job and fortress in her apartment while men's rights protesters rage outside. Oh, dude, this sounds so much like this sounds like if Cancel Sean Boston weren't a goofy book. If like this, if our book were like really serious and sad and dramatic, dude, 
This really does sound like the same kind of thing. Um, yeah, I know the Chicago Bulls suck, Queen. I'm not a fan of them. So suck it. I think she's talking about the Bills, dude. I know she is, but I'm not going to correct her. I'm going to let her sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this 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 main character girl? She Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh my god. I'm happy we went the comedy route. Yeah. I mean this this sounds like it could be funny in a very sad kind of way. I'll order it. I'm interested in giving it a try. Money, you can plug away. Just don't be a dick. We're good. <laughs> yeah, Monique, go ahead. Plug. Yeah, plug your book. We love. We love when people do that. We like plugs. Didn't you see Safi's vision board? <laughs> <laughs> I made a funny. Suck it. Um. Anyway. Okay. Fantastic. It's a call. Um. But dude, life, seriously, it's, as far as the universe is concerned, it's powerful. We, we got to respect it. Esther Hicks is, uh, have you, have you been listening to any of her videos on YouTube? No, I haven't. You want, should we react to one? I feel, I feel, I feel like she would claim us for sure. Mm, I, what if we put it on like double speed? Do you think she would still, you think it would, the bots would catch it? I don't know if I want to risk it. Okay, fair it's enough. It's just one of those, yeah. Um... But it's it's wild. Like she 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 goes hashtag relatable while pushing these um bizarre messages on people, man. Um, but as far uh, Monique is saying, do the reaction with your headphones plugged in. But no, then then y'all will miss it. Um, and, and we don't we don't just want to sit here watching something with with it on mute for y'all. Uh, RK saying suck it is my comedy. <laughs> Uh oh no! I'll I'll totally buy that book, and even if I hate it, I'll five star it. Why you're not even friends with the? Oh, do you mean Monique's book, or do you mean the book Amanda recommended? The book Amanda recommended. If it no, but I, I I give indie books almost always five stars. Is it even indie? I don't know. It's published by Atria Books. Is Atria oh. Books is Atria a small press or is it a su subset? Yeah, it's a division of Simon and Schuster. Yeah. Oh fuck it, I'm gonna destroy right, this yeah, fucking destroy, book. She's yeah. getting wrecked. <laughs> gonna talk yeah. about how shitty this book is. I'm excited. Yeah. Would have been better without the bureaucracy. Lazy, <laughs> overedited. That's my favorite. Right, thing you to always say. gotta look up publishers because I'm like, I, I always go into it. I'm like, is this a small business or is this part of a big company? Oh, it's part of a big company. Well, okay. That doesn't mean I'm going to give it a negative review. I'm always gave my reviews honestly, but I really do. I, I, I'm more likely to criticize the publisher if the book is bad. Then I'm like, wow, this publisher really sucks. I give a lot more leeway to uh, to, to indie books just because I also understand the burden. that they, I mean, for example, so, so, like a shitty story is a shitty story. Um, but if it has promise and they just didn't, I mean, by all means, go, go the traditional route, Monique. That's good. Yeah. Also, you could do it like I'm doing small press for my traditional publishing experience. My my small press book comes out next month, and it's uh, it's not published by a big five company. It's published by a small company. Um, I like this title, and my ex. Your is mom a vampire. is published. Yes. <laughs> by a small company. 
uh, <laughs> plugging my novel to why urban fantasy novel called my ex is a vampire. That sounds like, a, I like that title a lot. I like that title. Sounds funny. I support. I'm sure yeah. it'll have an audience. I'm, I'm excited to read that. I'll five star it. Cause, cause, cause you're, you're a fan of the show. I'll five star anyone's books. That's a fan of the show. Uh, check out my BFFs, The Vines of Mars. Absolutely will. I'll get it tattooed. That'll be my first tattoo. I'll get the vines. Of, I'll get a quote from The Vines of Mars, and I'll put by Kasha. Yeah. Uh, it's not a Daft Punk song. Savvy already got mad at me for thinking it was. <sighs> okay, so guys, here's a quick story. When Daft Punk retired, I was really sad, as everybody knows, because I talked about it a lot. I was. I didn't know. Sad. I oh, don't know. Shut up. Yes, you did. Then RK hits me one morning with, so Savvy, I, I gotta tell you, I don't like Daft Punk. And I was like, excuse me, what? And he was like, I didn't want to tell you because I knew you would not be happy about it. So, um, then... It was awkward. I felt like I was telling my Christian parents I was gay. Like... Yeah. <laughs> so then one day um, I made this TikTok about how sad I was about Daft Punk retiring. And in the background, kind of as a joke, there's this song by LCD Sound System called Daft Punk is Playing at My House. And it's uh, about Daft Punk playing at their house. Right? And I was like, well, this music has been exclusively playing at my house. So that was the joke on my TikTok. So then RK's going through my TikTok and he messages me and is like, Savvy, I finally found a Daft Punk song I like. And I was so excited. And then he sends me that song, which is not by them. And I hey. was like, why are you being such an asshole? And then it turned out it was just a mistake. Like, I thought you did that to me on purpose, but he didn't. I didn't realize I wasn't muted. Yeah, you're good. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what happened. I didn't do it on purpose. You, yeah, he didn't do it on purpose. I thought he did it on purpose. And that's why I was like, I was like getting so frustrated. I was like, Oh my God, why would you do that to me? Why would you, why would you, uh, why would you trick me like that? And then it turns out that, um, that no, I'm sorry. I think I missed what you said. What's up? What? I didn't say anything. Oh, here, really. they are wonderful. Um, Cool. Bet Marie says LCD. Sorry, I keep forgetting I'm not muted. Yeah, go mute yourself, bud. LCD sound system was the last show I saw pre-COVID. Oh wow, was it good? Yeah, everyone, let us know what the last show you saw pre-COVID was. The last show I saw pre-COVID was a comedy show. It was the comedian was Chris Fleming, who I think a lot of you guys like because he's the one who's in my Deep Dave's intro who says Dave like that in the intro, right? And a lot of people are like, oh my God, I love Chris Fleming. So he was the last, uh, he was the last person of any performer type that I saw live before COVID happened. And now I'm excited to go back to uh to shows in the future. I bought tickets to see my favorite band, Planet Booty. I'm gonna see them in November. I just got tickets for them. It was pretty exciting. Um pre-COVID is a concept. <laughs> Yeah, y'all. Um, okay, so RK is not here right now. Um, let's see. What was I going to do? Uh, 
Uh, Holly, do you want to come on the show and talk about being a therapist when people try to use the law of attraction? Are you, if you're available right now, let us know we're winging it today. Um, oh, dude, I love Paramore. I wish I could see them live sometime. Yeah. Uh, Kayla saw Panic at the Disco. Um, these all sound great. I'm going to try to go to one day of Lollapalooza. That's my, my plan this year. And I'm not going to go to all the days. I'm going to try to go to one day and it'll be really fun. And, uh, let me see. Okay. Tomorrow Holly can come on. Okay. Awesome. Holly. Uh, yeah. Send me a DM and I'll, I'll link you to tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow. Excited to have you on. So we'll be excited to have you on tomorrow. Um, no, no, no I'm, I'm sorry, Rob and I, I, I have a nine, so they called a little okay. early. Do you um, want me to wrap up the stream then and we can reconnect Like a present, tomorrow? like a dick pic. Okay, sounds good. Like, so a, like a visual for those tomorrow, listening on podcast. Tomorrow we will have um, Holly on the show and that'll be really fun. And we will finish reviewing the book, The Secret, and talk a little more about why the law of attraction doesn't really make any sense. Uh, thank you all for being here this morning. We'll be excited to join you again tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Tuesday and uh, manifest happiness in your life. Bye, friends.